We want more time with our family. We want to be able to give to missionaries. We want to be able to make an impact. That's what we're about here at the Beloved Studio. But we have to ask ourselves, is our pursuit of more actually getting in the way of that? Sometimes we can get so lost in the details that we forget the mission. Hello, beloved. I'm Christina Patterson, welcoming you back to the Beloved Studio Podcast, where we help Christian creatives and entrepreneurs create an influence that makes an impact. Thanks so much for joining me today. I have a message today that I want to share with you. A lot of times we think that bigger is better. And I talked about this last episode when I shared my greatest business failures as a Christian entrepreneur. You can go back, check that out whenever you have time. But the first was thinking that bigger is better. And I really want to expound on that in this episode because I think that this is a thought that a lot of people have just in general, where being bigger and doing more becomes the goal than actually the results that we really want. Mike Michalowicz, the author of The Pumpkin Plan, said this, bigger is not better. Better is better. And I absolutely love that quote because so many of us fall into that trap of thinking I need to do more, I need to be more, I need to post more, and that's somehow going to give me more of X result, whatever your result is. And the truth is that is not always the case. And sometimes we can get so focused on getting more of the details that we miss our overall focus. So in 2021, I went to the Think Media Live conference event in Las Vegas, and it was amazing, y'all. Gary V was there and he did a presentation, but he also took Q&A. And so it was really interesting because this lady came up for the Q&A section who I had met at lunch. And we had very similar backgrounds in that we both had a nonprofit and we had a for-profit business. And we were just talking about just the tension between trying to run two things. And so she asked Gary essentially like, listen, I have this nonprofit. This is what I really love to do. But I have this for-profit and this is what helps me to generate income to do what I want to do. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is like kind of where I'm at. Like the the for-profit is making more money. Do I lean more into that so I can do more of the non-profit work or do I do the non-profit work and not get the money that I really need to do and build it to where I want to be, right? So she she asked Gary like what she should do. And I'm leaning in because I'm like in the same situation. And he says, and I'll tell you, I I don't necessarily agree with his conclusion, but with what he's saying. And I'll explain it after I share with you his answer. But he he said, wait a minute, you're doing what you love with the nonprofit? And she was like, yeah. And he was like, well, then you already effing won, you know, Gary V, right? So he just kept saying it. You already won. Do you know how many people make so much money and they don't love what they do? You love what you do. You know, he has like all this energy in it because it's it's Gary V, right? And so I appreciate his answer. Yes, it is a gift to love what you do. I still think we need some balance in being able to generate income so that we can live at a level that would be joyful for us. <laughs> I'm not against that is what I'm saying. And he didn't really give her any like practical way to like navigate it. But his main point was 
If your goal is to be happy, you've already arrived. You don't need to do anything else. And so that's really what I want to talk about in this episode is not getting so caught up in what we think we want that we miss what we already have. And so one thing that God's really been speaking to me about as I've been talking more about business and finances and things like that. I'm thinking a lot about money, right? And I was walking the other day and God was like, just encouraging me. He was like, I'm leading you in this. Like I'm, I'm leading you in this direction to talk more about business and money. But he said, I want you to know you are already rich. And I knew what he meant. I knew that God meant, Christina, you're healthy. You have a healthy, happy family husband, kids, you got food on the table. Like if you don't make another dime, you are rich, you are wealthy. And so it just encouraged me not to get caught up in that trap of just feeling like I need more and more and better and better and more and more and better. Like to be content with where you are and you can be content when you realize what you already have. So one of the main ways for us not to get caught up in that hamster wheel of feeling like we have to do all the things is to realize what we already have, to realize that we are already rich. We are already blessed. We're already doing what we love. Do not lose that in a pursuit of more if you don't need to. It's then that the pressure to do more and be more and more and more becomes counterproductive. So we have to ask ourselves, well, what is better? We're trying to get better by doing more, but what is better? Essentially, that's up to you. You have to know what are your values? What direction do you want to head in? Where do you want to end up on this journey? That's what's better for you. But don't be so busy just trying to do more without thinking clearly, without realizing, am I heading in that direction? Am I already there? Have I already actually arrived? (laughs) Because doing more just for the sake of doing more, thinking that that is better is a waste of time. You have to identify what is better for you and then look at your efforts and see, are they actually aligning with those values? I want to give you some signs that you have probably fallen into the trap of more is better when it really isn't. Now, there might be some times where more really is better, but this is when you fall into the trap when it is not better, when it's actually counterproductive to your goals and your vision for your life. One is that it costs you more than the money and effort that you're putting into it. And what I mean is it's affecting your relationships. Your pursuit of more is affecting your health. It's affecting the attention that you can give to those that you love. In those situations, it's not worth it. It's not worth it. And it's time to step back and be like, what do I really want? And what am I actually pursuing? And does this actually line up? Another sign that you are on a negative pursuit of more is that it has the opposite effect that you want. So let's say you want to make more money because you want to have financial freedom so that you can spend time with your kids. But in the pursuit of making money, you're always working. You're always on your computer. Every time your kids come to talk to you, you're sending an email. You're anxiously checking your email. Yes, you're pursuing the money that you think is going to give you more time with your kids at the expense of spending time with your kids. Does that make sense? So now I know you're like, but wait a minute, Christina, how am I going to get to the financial freedom part? (laughs) And my advice to you is to take your time. God is not going to call you to do something in a way that isn't in alignment with his will 
for your life and the priorities that he wants you to have on your heart. So take your time. Oftentimes we're on a pursuit for more is better because we're in a rush. And so my advice would be to step back, take a breath, see what actions are actually leading you towards your goal and which ones are taking you away from it and adjust accordingly. This actually brings to mind what's called the law of diminishing returns. That means that when you put in a certain level of effort, you'll get out a certain result, right? So you think as I put in more effort, I'll get more of this result. But there's something called the law of diminishing returns, which means when it gets to this point, the returns actually start to decrease. So the more that I put into it, it actually decreases the results that I want. So let me give you a practical example. So let's say I put out one YouTube video a week and I get a thousand views on that video. So my thought process then is, oh, well, if I put out two videos, I'll get 2000 views, right? And so let's say I do that and that works. And then I'm like, wait a minute, (laughs) this is feeling good. Let's put three. Okay. It works. Right. But then I'm like, okay, Let's go to four videos. No, I skip. Let's go to five videos a week, 5,000 views a week. Let's get it, right? But what happens is because I'm trying to create five videos a week instead of just one really good video, the quality on the video starts to drop. I start to get tired. It's actually starting to come across on camera and I'm not my live vibrant self that I normally am and my viewers start to see this and the videos aren't as good as they normally would be and people stop watching. And so what I expect to be 5,000 views actually turns out just to be 3,000. And so I'm doing all this extra work and I'm not getting the results that I expected because at a point, those results start to decrease when you take into the law of diminishing returns. The idea of more is better and the idea of just doing more and more and more and more, at some point, it will not be better. And so we have to realize Well, what is that point? And that point is found where the quality of the results that I desire starts to decrease. Yes, you want to pursue financial freedom, but now you have less time with your kids than before you pursued it. Maybe you need to back up a little bit. Do you see what I'm saying? I hope that makes sense. It's not always better to do more. Oftentimes, it's better to do less, but make sure that the less that you're doing is in alignment with the results that you want. Because if you're just doing all the things, I promise you, I promise you, some of those things that you're doing are not in alignment with the results that you desire. Step back, figure out what those things are, cut the fat, and then you can grow. Dolly Parton is quoted saying, Don't get so busy making a living that you forget to make a life. I want to ask you, what are your priorities? What are your goals? You know, we talk about business and income and all that, and that's great. But usually we're pursuing that because we want something greater than that. We want more time with our family. We want to be able to give to missionaries. We want to be able to make an impact. That's what we're about here at the Beloved Studio. But we have to ask ourselves, is our pursuit of more actually getting in the way of that? Sometimes we can get so lost in the details that we forget the mission. So if you don't want to get caught up in the hamster wheel, the hustle culture of more and more and more is better. Oh my gosh, it will just suck your soul dry. You got to remember your mission. You got to remember the mission, the purpose, the vision, 
and not get so caught up in what you need to get there that you actually get off course. So my advice to you is take your time, stay the course, and remember your priorities. So to drive this point home, I want to share with you a story. It's like an illustration that my financial coach shared with me that I think you will enjoy. It's called The Businessman and the Fisherman. One day, a fisherman was laying on a beautiful beach with his fishing pole propped up in the sand and his solitary line cast out into the sparkling blue surf. He was enjoying the warmth of the afternoon sun and the prospect of catching a fish. About that time, a businessman came walking down the beach trying to relieve some of the stress of his workday. He noticed the fisherman sitting on the beach and decided to find out why this fisherman was fishing instead of working harder to make a living for himself and his family. You aren't going to catch many fish that way, the businessman said to the fisherman. You should be working rather than laying on the beach. The fisherman looked up at the businessman, smiled and replied, and what will my reward be? Well, you can get bigger nets and catch more fish, was the businessman's answer. And then... What will my reward be? Asked the fisherman, still smiling. The businessman replied, you will make money and you'll be able to buy a boat, which will then result in larger catches of fish. And then what will my reward be? Asked the fisherman again. The businessman was beginning to get a little irritated with the fisherman's questions. You can buy a bigger boat and hire someone to work for you, he said. And then what will my reward be? Repeated the fisherman. The businessman was getting angry. Don't you understand? You can build up a fleet of fishing boats, sail all over the world, and let your employees catch fish for you. Once again, the fisherman asked, and then what will my reward be? The businessman was red with rage and shouted at the fisherman, don't you understand that you can become so rich that you will never have to work for your living again? You can spend all the rest of your days sitting on this beach looking at the sunset. You won't have a care in the world. The fisherman, still smiling, looked up and said, and what do you think I'm doing right now? Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Beloved Studio Podcast. I'm Christina Patterson. Be sure to connect with me and join my email newsletter at christinapatterson.com. Until next time, be beautiful, be blessed, and be loved.